Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, it's morning in Eretz Yisrael. That's what we're saying. Good morning. Have the tremendous chos of being live in Chicago. Beautiful turnout. We have more than twenty people. It's tremendous, tremendous. Yesterday, in case I didn't explain myself, I was in the five towns. We had close to 100 people, tremendous Kiddush Hashem. At 1 o'clock in the afternoon, in the middle of the day, and middle people were at work, and they were able to come out. So, tremendous Akar Satayv to all the New Yorkers and Rabbi Ralbag for giving us the shul. Tremendous Akar Satayv, tremendous Kiddush Hashem. It gave me a lot, a lot of chizuk. Today's shir, Li'idu Nishmas Imi Moirasi Rusbas Mordechai. And we have a number of sponsors here by Chaim Leschos Yitzchok Aaron Ben Rezel Zlata and Shidduch for Gittel Bas Rochel Lili Nishmas Dovanisim Ben Yosef Avram on his first yard side by his sons Yeshua and Yol by Michal Ringelheim Heim. All right, Lerfush Lema for MDY family members Yisrael Shloimel Yo Ben Basia and his selfless son Yonisim Ben Yamin Ben Golda. Don't know what's going on over there. We also have, there was a terrible accident today. I believe somebody was killed in the accident. And Yossi Dahari and Yisrael Goldstein are sponsoring for Rufur Shlema for Rusora Baschana was in the accident. And Yosef Avram ben Rusora were in terrible accident today. Eric Austin. This is Jonathan Austin's father and Jonathan's brother. I forgot his name. Morris Austin, Moshe Yitzchok, Ben Eliyohak, Koyin on his 14th yard site, maybe Melitz Yosha for our entire family. Jonathan and his brother are tremendous participants in the Shir, and we really hope that Eric will be a real participant in the Shir as well. The sponsor, Hachoydash, is Michael Bemela in memory of his mother, Dvar Fegabas Shmuel, and father in law, Menachem Mendel Ben El Khanan, and in merit to make it to Uman for Hashanah this year? Okay, so Rabbi my complaints to Rebelli by Ethan Leichter. Dear Rebelli, how can I put into a few words my anger and frustration with you? So I'll say a few. When COVID started, we were all locked down. I couldn't wait to get back to my more normal Dafyoimi schedule until I found your shear due to my brother-in-law and brother. Now I have no reason to wake up at 5 a.m. In truth, I listened to yours at 5 a.m. My son who's four has been woken up by good morning where a boy say, ah, numerous times. And now he says it every morning, video attached. It was cute the first hundred times. <laughs> Number three, this is my second cycle and felt a little frustration hoping it's not only not early onset of dementia when learning the Gemara again and not remembering the da from last cycle. Until you reiterate, you reiterate it a few times, you remember nothing. Kind of made me happy and sad, but at the same time, a strong desire to keep learning. Fourth, the Shalom bias. I'm now thinking of quitting my job, moving to Israel and learning. If Rebelli can do it, why can't I? 100%, I agree with that line. I have many more complaints, but I believe you may not read this, so why continue? But I truly thank you. A wonderful share, the clarity, the jokes, the enthusiasm. I feel like a buddy of all the guys, even though we've never met, hopefully one day. But again, I thank you. My family thanks you. Ah, Ethan Leichter. Received numerous emails today. Numerous. Which one should we read here? 
Rebelli, I'm staying with you, Yishmakashir. You care about learning, you care about your Chavrusas and Talmidim, that counts. And then he goes on to a bunch of different Leitzanas. Who was that? I forgot his name already. Chanan Belsky. Jonathan Newman. Oh, here, this, this one. Stepner. Dear Rebelli, over the years, when you're into open and learning Gemara, learn from the Gemara, we all know there are sparks of godliness in everything in this world, and it's our job to raise those sparks and turn them into bonfires. That's exactly what you did for me with the Gemara. I think that free Gemara he's talking about. Hope to see the Rebbe in person. Thank you all the best. Jack Stepner. More? Oh yeah, you know? My wife overheard, listen to this one. We have coffee here, David? Garnished. What's wrong with you? My wife overheard you reading emails. I don't need it. I'm saying for the oilum. My wife overheard you reading emails at the beginning of the year, encouraging me to write. At the beginning of the pandem- pandemic lockdown in March 2020, my wife and I took our young daughter and fled our tiny apartment in Brooklyn to stay with my parents in rural New Jersey, where there are more cows than people. We gave up our lease in New York, not realizing how long this would last. We spent the last, the past year and change stuck here in Eretz Yivetzal only now we begun to travel for Shabbos, one hour driving both directions. I kept up with the daf for this whole year and a half. Unbelievable. Yeshir has been the only reminder that I have not been learning alone this entire year and that I'm sitting down with thousands of people all over the world to learn the daf. I want to extend my sincere thanks to you and the whole NDY community for this priceless lifeline. While stuck here, we were blessed with a baby boy writing from the borough of Franklin, New Jersey, Henech Banis. If you happen to read this and somebody says he's been or he knows where Franklin, New Jersey is, I assure you they're thinking of the wrong one. <laughs> All right, Rabbi Isai. Today, I actually moved into a new home. And if anybody knows what it is to move, it's not that posh it. Well, for me, it was not that hard. I had Bensi Freeman, not my brother-in-law, people mistake, my partner who's here in the room, Bensi Freeman, get over here. <laughs> He's not going to come. Try to get him here. But it's a, it's a big, uh, it's a tear though. And the reason why I'm saying this is because there are no excuses. I asked a few people in Chicago, coming this year, no, I, I have to babysit, I have a toothache. Have a this, all the excuses in the world. But there are no excuses, Rabbi Isai. We're all we're saying is learn for 40 minutes a day. What's the big deal? Why do we have to come up with excuses? Every day, it's another zakh. I also have excuses. It's Tisha B'Av, and then I had a fly, and a jet lag, and moving to New house. No excuses. You gotta learn to tire up. So here we are, in Chicago, Illinois. Rabbi Isai, let me tell you what a kind of hick town this place is. I showed up here yesterday, and I asked my wife, did you rent a car? She goes, yeah, here are the keys. I go outside, I don't see the car. There's a pickup truck. She rented a pickup truck. <laughs> I'm driving around in a pickup truck. You hop what's going on here? That's the, that's the, that's where we came to. This is Chicago, Rabbi Isai. The women here rent pickup trucks. All right. Zok de Gemara. So yesterday you had amazing sugyas of different types of schach, and a person had a board that was four tfachim wide, three tfachim thick, and he flips it on the side, Ravuna says it's no good. Ah, it's only three tfachim. Ravuna says the whole schach is non-kosher schach. It's, it's as if you're being misachach with metal. 
So the Gemara says, perhaps we have a raya where on daf, Yudalad Omid Bays, maybe like 10 rows from the bottom, 10 lines from the bottom. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 11. I have a right to Ravuna. If the sukkah is so small, it's less than 7 tfachim, it can't contain his, most of his body and his head and a small table. It has a breach. We can have it, I think, tomorrow in the Mishnah. But this is a Braisa. You know, in those days they had goats roaming. Today we have little cats, dogs. An animal can get through the bottom, a skunk. Oh, so that's Negetos. There's a piece of wood, a plank of wood that's four tfachim wide. So how is it, I'm asking you a question. It's a riddle. How is it that I have a, a plank of wood that's four tfachim wide, but I only put in three tfachim to the sukkah? So the Gemara understands that the, the riddle is very simple. Here's four tfachim, and I go like this, now it's three tfachim. That's what the Gemara understood. And it says, Psula. So it's a riot ravuna. Even if I take this puzzle schach, if it lays flat, it's puzzle. If I flip it on its side, it should be kosher ravuna. It says it's puzzle. Here it says it's puzzle. It says, well, no, you didn't understand. There's another answer to the riddle. Isn't it the case that it was four and he flipped it to the side, to the width, and therefore you have three loy? He took the four. He only had three walls to the sukkah. Oh, we have a beautiful picture. He took the plank of wood. Here it is. Here's the plank of wood at the opening of the sukkah. And instead of putting all four tfachim inside the sukkah, he tried to get away with it and make it kosher. By putting three inside the sukkah, one is hanging over to the outside of the sukkah. What should the halacha be? The halacha should be that it's kosher schach. Why? Because it's only three tfachim in the sukkah. Well, there comes the halacha that says that it's possible. There are others that learn in Rashi. It's not negat to the pshat so much. Sukkah like this, tinier sukkah, fine. Why is it possible? There's three inside. One tefach is to the outside. Because we had the halacha already. Remember this halacha? If you have a sukkah, kosher sukkah, and the schach just keeps on going, and you have like one wall running down the length with the schach, that's a kosher sukkah, you could sit in the part that doesn't have three walls. Because it's an extension to the sukkah. So too says the Gemara, this plank of wood, even though one tefach is outside, it's possible. Because that one tefach is an extension to the three tefachim inside, and it comes out that you have a plank of wood that's four tefachim inside your sukkah. So therefore, it's possible. And now, we got to that tesvavim loves me. With all the moving, with all the mishigas, and the new traveling and everything, we got a really, really simple daft today, Baruch Hashem. Slightly more than an Ahmed. L'chaim. Says the Heligen Mishnah, the official Mishnah is sponsored by official. Tikro she'en oleo ma'aziva. 
you have a roof. In those days, they weren't mamish out of it. I said yesterday, oh, they didn't have tar, they didn't have shingles. They had what it's called a maziva. It's a layer of lime or whatever it is, some sort of material. Now, of course, that material is possible for a sukkah. You have all, all these nasarim, these planks of wood, prior to the final step of a maziva, of whatever it is, a layer of something. Now, is this possible for a sukkah? So there's a couple of problems here. Problem number one, we have Tassav Eliminasr. It's a house. It was never made for a sukkah. Now you want to flip it into a sukkah, you can't just flip something into a sukkah. Problem number two is that's made out of boards. Boards have a psal, like we, we learned yesterday. It depends according to who. depends how wide they are. A typical house, the boards are four tzvachim. More than four tzvachim. So if this is a house, these boards, we have to assume that they're more than four tzvachim. Are more than four tzvachim kosher or not kosher? According to Rabbi Yehuda, in Rav, one shita, Rav, according to Rabbi Yehuda, more than four tzvachim are kosher. That's what we said yesterday. Says the Mishnah, Tikra she'enoleo maziva. Now, it's interesting. I saw in the Sfarim, I'm not kidding, not my Sefer. Some of the, the few days ago, I was saying about my Sfarim. I saw in the Chassidish Sfarim, and I was, I was making, not a joke, but I, I didn't want to say it's my own Torah. This is really, I saw in the Sfarim. She'enoleo maziva, they say means something that you hold on to. You throw betach b'ashem. You know you're betach and agosh baruch you're not betach and other people. Maziva is a lashon of something that flees. You don't take it with you. A sukkah that has a maziva that you need you have to hold on to it is not kosher. What's kosher? Something that remains forever. What remains forever? Betachan. I was talking, and I mentioned this before, but I got to say this again because it was Mamish uh, just a few days ago on Tisha B'Av, Dr. Epstein in Eretz Yisrael sponsored the Shir, Lili Nishamas' wife, Rita. They're a couple in their 60s, you know, father-in-law of Avi Kamiansky. He only has one daughter, Rachel Kamiansky. So Avi lives one building over. He lives in my building, two floors below me. See the couple. They're always smiling, the nicest people in the world. If you get to know the nicest people in the world. And after she was nifter, one day, it was just a, maybe a few months ago, Dr. Epstein told me he's coming to Chicago. They're from Chicago. And they would live in Eretz Yisrael for a few months a year, and then in Chicago. Dr. Epstein from Skokie. You know him. Yeah, radiologist. He's a, okay. So he told me he's going to Chicago. I said, for what? Now, after his wife was nifter, he decided just to stay in Eretz Yisrael. Because most of the year was in Chicago, Eretz Yisrael. I said, where are you going back to Chicago? He says, well, I have a house there. And he started to describe his wife loved cooking. So they made a gorgeous kitchen with all the chef appliances and everything. And they have a Stein piano. What is it called? Steinway. And a, and a this and a that. And all the gorgeous furniture and everything. I said, so, so what, are you going to make a lift? and bring? He says, no, nothing fits in my apartment. You can't put a Steinway... Uh, uh, grand piano in, in the middle of a, a living room dining room that's 10 feet by 10 feet. doesn't work. So what are you doing with this stuff? I'm going to go and I'm going to give it away and I'm going to sell it and I'm going to give it to Tzedakah. And it hit me. It was so strong. He didn't realize what he was saying to me. It's like he, a whole life of accumulating Narishkeiten, furniture, and Gashmias, and a beautiful piano. He loves playing piano, and he plays piano now on a little keyboard. 
and for what? It's all going bye-bye. Because when you go, we all, it's guaranteed, we're all going to go. And there's no room in the grave for the gra- baby grand and the this and the that. How many, how many storage things do we have? Like seven massive storage things. That's of shtusim. Half of them are now, <laughs> take it here, put it there, and that's, nothing's coming to Israel with me either. I mean, just the sfarim and a few things. It's meshuga. And that's what he said. He's giving it all away. It's nothing, nothing. You can't grab onto it. There's nothing to hold onto. It's, it's finished. Shalom Yisrael. All right, says the Gemara. He was telling me, Islam and Maisa, but he was telling me Musr. It was unbelievable. Rabbi Yudha Oimer, Beisham Achas So, according to Rabbi Yudha and Beishamai, this is the Tikr Shein Ziva. Okay, we're done with that. There's two things going on here, says Beishamai. Say Beishamai. First of all, Mepakpik. You have to remove all the, all the screws and all the nails and lift up the wood. So what are you doing by doing that? You're getting rid of the problem of Tasev Aleim You already have a sukkah that's puzzle. You cannot go into a sukkah that's puzzle. It has to be created for a sukkah. So by you removing all the screws and everything, you are redoing the sukkah. It's as if you're making the sukkah right now. The second thing is, they have Nisarim. So it says, you remove, you remove one, of the, one of the boards between each board. One board, yeah, one board now. One board, yeah, one board not. And you, put, you fill it up with schach. So we're going to see exactly in the Gemara, do you need both? Is it only one? Basil say, you do one or the other. You don't need both. We're going to see if that's true, if there's some sort of machlaikis here. Now, eh, we're not going to go into it to confuse everybody. Are we talking about a sukkah that is it's all this next to the wall? It's within four amas of the wall, so we could use the Dev Akuma. Or maybe you don't need to come on to that, because if you don't have four, four amas of no, no good, so it's not a problem. Okay. Rabbi Meir, Oimer. But Rameir argues on Rebuda. So Rebuda has a great raya over here. Look, you can use boards that are more than four tfachim. Because this house typically, as Rashi points out, like I said before, most houses, they're more than four tfachim. And Bishami says it's not a problem. You can use a board here, then you put tzach, another board. So these boards are okay. Says Rameir, not a good raya. Rameir, oimen noital achaz mimitayim ve'enur Okay, so let's see what exactly is going on here. Says the Gemara. If the whole problem is just the fact. Marty, I can't, I can't have any talking. I can't, I can't concentrate. If Basilil, Raboisai, when I was here last time in Chicago, I, I couldn't give Sheer live. And I'm trying it again. We'll see if certain individuals could uh, keep it quiet. Baruch Hashem, the oil is pretty good for the most part. If the whole problem is that there's a house here and you cannot flip a house into a sukkah without taking action, so it makes sense. So that's why we still say you can do one of two things. You do pickbook. What's pickbook again? Removing the boards. That's it. Or 
Or removing every other board. But that's a true maisa. You change something in the sukkah. But Bishami, what's going on with Bishami? Bishami said you need two things. Why? Why do you have to do pick book and remove one board? If it, the whole problem has a limit, one of them is enough. Either remove one board, every other board, or lift up every piece of wood. And if the problem is because we're concerned that you might tomorrow go into a house that has a real roof, if you remove every other board, that should be enough. Says Gemara, no, the whole problem is not Tasif Luminosa. The whole problem is Xeris Tikro. This is what Bishami meant to say. Bishami meant to say, even if you removed every board, you still have to come on to one important thing, and that is remove every other board. It's not enough to remove the nails and lift it up. You have to remove every other board. Why? Because of Xeris Tikro. We don't want you to confuse it. If you have a nice flat ceiling made out of big planks of wood, next time you're not going to remember and you're going to use your regular house or whatever it is. That's a tikra and that's also Why is that also to use a tikra? Because the Torah says, go out of your house, go into the sukkah. You must remove every other board. As the Gemari Yachim is safe. Then what's going on with Remeir? Isn't that exactly what Remeir says? Remeir had a Beishamai. They're saying the exact same thing. Remeir meant to say as follows. There is no machlaik between Beishamai and Beishamai. So in other words, pickbook Remeir says doesn't work. And what you made a mistake, Rabbi Yehuda. You think that pickbook works. Lifting up a board, taking out nails. No! Beishamai and Beisil both hold that you must remove every other board. Says Gemara, Micah Mashmalon, the Remeir Islik Zeret Stikra, review the Leslik Zeret Stikra. What's this whole Mishnah basically telling us? Remeir is going to hold, we have a problem with, uh, with a Thikra. And review says there's no problem with Thikra. No, that's what we learned yesterday, Nafyudalit. The Snan. That's exactly what we learned yesterday. That was the whole machlaikis. Are we concerned of a tikra, not concerned with the tikra? So why are we repeating the machlaikis? Omar Rebichio Baraba Omar Rebichio Reisha Benesorim Meshupin Askinon Oh, we have smooth pieces of wood. That's what yesterday's Mishnah was talking about. That's what Mori wants to say now. And if you look at the picture, very nice job. What do you see in the picture? I don't know if you could see, but they're very small pieces of wood. In other words, they're less than four tzvachim. We're not talking about the giant wood. And what's the problem here? This is what we call in Allah, it's a flat piece of wood. A, fat, a flat piece of wood is not makabal tuma. So then what's the problem? The problem is Xera. Xera, you hear Yankiv? Now I'm just smiling. 
When he was a bacher, how old were you? When you used to hang out with me? 14, 15. Yeah, go way back. Okay, so this is a xero of a kli. I'm concerned that if you use these nice smooth pieces of wood, I guess every one of these, it's not as smooth as what we have today. Every piece of wood in Home Depot is smoother than this. But okay, you might come to use a kli. Even though this is pshuta kliate, it's flat. It's not makabal tuma, flat. But you might come to use a, a piece of wood that is makabal tuma, so we're geyser. That's what the Gemara says over here. Gzera. kalim naguba. Just because of Gzera. So, and this Mishnah right over here, Daftezvav, is talking about pieces of wood, planks of wood that are four tfachim. Yesterday's Mishnah, less. That's a hava amino. Says the Gemara. I don't like that. Why? Because we know in another case that we learned already, that we're not so concerned about Xeros. What's the case that we're not concerned about Xeros? You have the arrows. Remember? The pieces of wood without the arrowhead. There's two types. One is a Zachar, one is an Akeva. One has a base kibble. They put the metal into it. That is a real kli. It's a piece of wood that has a kli because it has a base kibble, it has, it has a receptacle. And the other one is a zakhar. Oh, here's a good, this is a good prop. Here you see. This is a piece of wood. There's a piece of wood that has a base kibble. It has a hole in the front, you can put an arrow in it. That's in a keva, this is possible for schach. But if it doesn't have a base kibble, it's like this. So it's 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 uh, So the Gemara said maybe I should have a I had a havamina. I should take all the scharim and make them possible for schach because you might mistake them for the nekevis. And we said we're not concerned. That's not a gzera. We shouldn't do it. Sakam over here. We're doing it. You have pieces of flat wood that are smooth. You say oh they should all be possible because maybe one day you're going to use wood that has a, that's a kli. It's the same thing. So there also we shouldn't be geyser. So the Gemara says you're right. So let's take back that answer. Both of the Mishnahis, the one that we learned yesterday, the one that we learned today is the same problem, the same machloikas. Are we concerned that you're going to sit in a sukkah that's a tikra, that's a house? So then why do they have to argue twice about the same idea? Says the Gemara, say for our Mishnah, Rabbi Yehudi, the call my Leila Rabbi Meir. Because over here, Rabbi Yehudi is trying to make another point in the same Achlaikas. Why are you so concerned about perhaps somebody's going to sit in his house on Sukkot? And use his house as a sukkah. Bishamai is the one that holds like that, and not Bishilal. And we pass like Bishilal. And that Rameir came and said, It's not true. Everybody agrees that's a problem. Explains the Gemara. Our boy side, we're coming up to a Mishnah. We could all wake up. It's going to be a brand new Mesechta in just two minutes. Says Gemara. 
Remember, Rav from yesterday who says that there's a machloikis when the plank of wood is four tfach and the Rebuda says more than four is kosher. How you doing, Rabbi Steinberg? Got it. The Rebbeir is like Zeres Tikro. Rebbeir is less like Zeres Tikro. Okay. Everything makes sense according to Rav. But according to Shmuel, it says no. Above four Tfachim, everybody agrees it's possible. Tol Machloikis is when it's less than four. Our Mishnah is talking about a regular house. And a regular house, you see? Regular house. These planks of wood are more than four Tfachim. So if they're more than four Tfachim, what's Machloikis? This is the Gemara. An amazing thing. This is Mamish going to Spin your head around. Why? Says the Gemara, We're talking about a house, yes, this house. And there's a reason to believe that this house is more kosher than you making a sukkah from scratch out of white pieces of wood. Could anybody guess why? Try to come up with a svara. Why is a house better then Home Depot wood, that's more than four tzvachim wide. Think, think, think. No, I'm waiting. So it's terrible. Why is it better? I'm telling you it's better. A house that's a dear askeva is better. Oh, so shot is like this. When a guy gets up onto his roof with the hammer, like he's doing right here, and he starts taking plank by plank out. And he starts, he, what is he showing? He's showing that he's very, very aware of this problem of Gzeira Stikra. And he's going to do something about it. So if he's doing something about it, then we're not concerned about this guy. Gonna, he might next year stay in a house that, 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 that he didn't move the, the planks of wood. Here he is. He's on the roof, changing around every single plank. So he's, he's a balalacha. He's makbin alalacha. He knows what he's doing. He knows the problem, and he's correcting the problem. So this house, in a way, is better than a guy that, that just puts down wide pieces of wood, says the Gemara. Amazing chiddush. You never think it. It's mamish counterintuitive. That what? Bibitulei tikr komivligi. He's canceling his own house. Marasov arbotla bachi. So review this says, just moving around the boards, pick book, is enough. And he says, it's not enough. Okay, that is the machlokes. We're holding by a brand new Mishnah. And I'm serious about this. Shas is a Ferris wheel. Wherever you get on, that's where you get off. But every day, every day is a new sugya. And every day you could start from fresh. If you missed yesterday's daf, here it is. It's a brand new Mishnah that has nothing to do with what we learned before. And if we could pretend it's a brand new Mishnah. Right there. New Mishnah. Sukkadav Tezvavah Mandal. Sponsored. The official Mishnah is sponsored by official. Hamakaras Sukhasi Bashpudim Oi Barukas Amita. So if you used for Schach something that's puzzle, metal, that's Mechabal Tumah, rods of metal, spits, or Arukas Amita. What's amazing is that because we're moving today, 
we had a lot of Arukas Hamita. I was very, very tempted on bringing Arukas Hamita to Shir. But I'm like, I have a pickup truck. You can just throw it in there. And I was like, you know what? The picture is better than my Arukas Hamita. There's no, there's no reason for me to start schlepping Arukas Hamita. Here it is. Let me show you what Arukas Hamita is. I'm cheating a little bit because this is the end of the sugya. And if you see this picture, you're not going to understand the whole sugya. But you can understand why we had some of these going on to the moving truck, right? These are the heads of the bed. Arugis Hamita. So the Gemara says like this. If you have the Shpudim, and he put in between them, Shach, Hamakor Sukhazi Veshpudim, Oy Barugis Hamita. Im Yesh Revach Beinem Kemoison. So let's say we have whatever tfachim, the fourth tfachim of, of Arukas Hamita, or Shpudim. And then you have fourth tfachim of Sechach Kshayra. HaChoytet Begadish, the famous Choytet Begadish. Let's see if we can come up with a picture here. Here it is. Why not? We have the picture, we might as well show it. You have a haystack. And you go ahead and you dig out, you make a void, create a void in the haystack that's the size of a sukkah, at least seven by seven by ten tzvachim high. It's possible. Why is it possible? Because the, the schach was already there in a psul before you even started having a sukkah. You created the sukkah after the schach was there. That is possible because the Torah says, sukkah tasa. You have to make a sukkah, you have to make the schach when it's still kosher. Otherwise, it's possible. Says the Gemara, Lema Tehevi Tiyufto the Ravuna. In Hilcha Shabbos, we have a Ravuna Bereder of Yeshua, the Itmar, Harutz Ka'aymeid. Here's a beautiful picture of a wall. And the wall is exactly three Tvachim. Each plank is three, it could be more, but at least three Tvachim. Why? Because if it's less than three Tvachim, and the gap between it is less than three tvachim, then we say, lavud, and it's closed. This will be closed, l'chatchila. I, the brisker, the, the brisker guy made a sukkah like this, that was three by three, and a cat walked in and goes, I don't understand how a cat walked in here, I have lavud. It doesn't really work physically, it works halachically, but halachically is completely closed. So that's why we're talking about that the planks of wood are a little bit more, or three exact, kids are more than three, call it more than three so we understand it, three or more, and the gaps are three or more, exactly the size of the planks of wood. So we don't have lavud. So it's 50% covered or closed, 50% gaping hole. What's the halacha? According to Rabbi Yeshua, Rapapa says this is a place that I can carry on on Shabbos. So the Gemara wants to say that if on Hilcha Shabbos it's not considered a wall, because Parutz Ka'imed is like Parutz. So over here, when I have 50% metal and 50% perfect kosher schach, it should be like metal. It should be possible. If 50% ear and 50% wood, is considered ear, so 50% metal, and 50% wood should be considered metal. And therefore, we don't have schach, but the Mishnah says that it's fine. 
is good enough schach. Why? Raya, it's not like Rav Huna Obered Rav Yeshua. Says the Gemara, not true. Maybe the Pshat is. My Kamoison benichnas v'yoytzei. Kamoison means, doesn't mean literally 50-50. It looks 50-50 maybe, but in order for me to get my schach in there comfortably, it has to be 51% open air. Why? Because how am I going to get my schach in? How can I put a piece of schach that's 10 inches wide in a void that's 10 inches wide? It, it doesn't fit, right? You're a mechanic. Could you fit a part in a car if it's the exact same? It has to be slightly more. Slightly more, right? A mashu more? Okay. So it's 51% here and, and 49% metal. That's the pshat. Micah Yes. The, the, the piece of schach might be the same size as the metal. It's, it's the same size as the 49%, but the, the hole is larger. And in Mela, I have less metal at the end of the day than I have schach. The schach is going to be considered more. As the Gemara, Voev Shalit Samtim. So the Gemara, you know, throughout Chas, we have this idea. Eshalit Samtim, Yishalit Samtim, could you be exact? Ask the Gemara, you could be exact. Very good, says the Gemara. Yes, you could be exact. Let's say we say you could be exact. There's such a thing as being 50 50 to the millionth of an inch. Okay. But Omar Abami, Madif, at the end of the day, that's not what we're talking about. We have to be realistic here. We're talking about a case where it's not exact. And he wanted to be able to put the schach in and out, take it in and out. And we made it a little bit more. No. We're talking about exact, he was mamish exact. With lasers, he measured, everything is exactly the same amount. The puzzle and the kosher. But over here, we're talking about that the kosher is more than the puzzle, even though the hole between the, 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 the metal is the same size as the metal, exactly the same size. Why is the schach more? Because So here's a picture. Let's see if we have a better one that's more... Okay. How do they... How's, how do I hear that? I don't know. Okay. Somebody's not muted. Okay. Oh, they have to mute themselves because there's no, uh, nobody's in charge. Gary's sleeping now. Okay. Look what's going on here. He wanted to put his schach sideways. These are little slats that are going, let's say this is north-south. He wants to do east-west. He wants to put the slats east-west. But they have to, they're, they're hanging, they're, they're positioned on top of the metal. Cop, what's going on here? You have metal, 10 inches. A gap, 10 inches. Metal, 10 inches. Gap, 10 inches. So the gaps in the metal are, are identical. But the schach is going sideways and is going from, from metal to metal. And in order for it to sit on the metal, the schach has to be longer than the gap. No? 
It's sitting on the metal, but there's more schach, more kosher schach than the metal. If we're looking, if we're taking an aerial view of the sukkah before we put the schach on, so you have identical amounts of ear as you have metal. It's 50-50. But then you want to put your schach here. Let's say, let's say this is metal and this is metal, and this is your schach. So you're going to put your schach like this, on top of the, on top of the metals. But it has to overlap the metal. So now your, your kosher schach, the sun is hitting your schach first before it hits the metal. Your sukkah has more kosher schach than metal. That's what Rav is saying. Sponsored. We just turned to the Tesvavim Bay, sponsored by the MDY Tehillim Group, for all those who need Shiduchim, Rufuas, those in the accident. And the two people that are from the Mishpacha that they said need a refuah. And Yeshua's. Please join Tehillim.8mindaf.com. Says the Gemara. Let's see it inside. Maybe the gap is the same exact as the metal. But the problem is, not the problem. The reason why we have more kosher schach than the, than the ear is because if the metal was laying in a, in a chassis direction, he's putting the schach in an Erev direction. And therefore, it's on top of the metal. So it has to be more than the metal. Erev. And if the metal is in an Erev direction, okay. Or he put the feet of the bed on top of his sukkah. Perhaps this is a riot to Ravami, the war, Doma Ravami, Bartaviumi. Sikicha bibavloi kalim psula. Kalim means what? You guys remember what kalim means? Clothing. If you have clothing, clothing is makabal tumma. But if you have pieces of clothing that are less than three fingers by three fingers, that's shmatis that are nothing. So what happens to the tumma? It dissipates. So what happens if you take these little pieces of clothing, like the size, and you put them on top of the sukkah? Psula. Why? Because since it was Meqabal Tumah beforehand, so it continues to be Meqabal Tumah, it's not good for, for, for sukkah anymore. So now you have a bed. You have a bed. When it's a full bed, it's Meqabal Tumah. It's Meqabal Tumah's medras, right? A couch. We spoke about this a number of times. Couches, they're all tummy, medras. You have people that are tummy that sit on them, boom, becomes tummy. So bed is makabal tumah. But now we're not talking about a bed. We are talking about parts of a bed. Parts of a bed should be just like bavloi kalim, parts of a, of, a, of a beged. Three by three pieces, less than three by three. So Meila is a great writer to Rebartaviyumi, Rebartaviyumi. Says the Gemara, no, not a good raya. I could be doicha you. Kido Omar Avchanan Omar Rebbe, Ba'aruka Ushtei Kura'ayim. It's talking about a piece of the bed and two of its legs together. Or Bikhtsaro Ushtei Kura'ayim. So it's either the Aruka, Aruka means the long, the, the length of the bed and two feet. So that's already a clean. You want to understand that's a clue. We thought we're talking about a, bo- a broken piece of bed, just this part, whatever. 
Or here's the tsara if you want to see what a tsara looks like. This guy or this guy. It's parts of the bed. North, south, east, west, whatever it is. Parts of the bed. So these parts of the bed are kalim. He said somewhere else that we're talking about Aruku Shtekurayim, Viksar Shtekurayim. In our Mishnah, that he used schach. What kind of schach did he use? He used Ba'aruku Shtekurayim. He took the bed that's a long piece of wood and has two legs attached to it, or Viksar Shtekurayim, or the short part of the bed and its two legs. And where do we see this? All this not like in the Mishnah. Top of the Zayin Omer Aleph. Mamish I'm telling you it's a nace. Tomorrow it's going to be a different day. It's going to be Kemat. Kemat moved in. Kemat on jet lag. Mita mitamis chavila. Chavila means whole. So a bed that's completely whole. A whole bed comes to Ame. Umitaheres chavila. I always, I thought this was so interesting. In those days, if your bed became Tomei and you were Makbed on Tumah, you know what you do? You take the bed to the mikvah in a truck, in a pickup truck, and you dunk the bed in a mikvah. You push it, put the bed, the entire bed in a mikvah. Take your couch, put it in a mikvah. You cannot break it up into pieces. You hear this? You can't break it up. The only way the Tumah comes out of your bed is if it's a bed, as a whole bed, as it's Mikabal Tumah. But if you break it up into pieces, those pieces don't have Tumah anymore. And then when you put it back together, then they do have Tumah. So you can't go to the mikvah with, with broken parts. You have to take the whole bed. I hope that the door to the mikvah is wide enough and you just bring it right in. Huh? Lake Michigan, yeah? Let's not talk about the time I tried to dunk in Lake Michigan. That's a different story. By the way, that happens to be people's favorite story. I'm not sure why. One of it was voted top story. Okay. People are just perverted, whatever. Sorry. I love the lotion. Limbs. It becomes Tomei when it's limbs, and you can bring it to the mikvah in limbs, in other words, in parts. So, if that's the case, if you hold that it becomes Tomei in parts, so then it would be Takabiyasa to use Eschach. If it doesn't become Tomei in parts, then it's Muta to use Eschach. So what's these Eivarim, Maininu, that's what we were saying. It's either a serious part of the bed, not just a piece. It has a long piece of wood attached to it, or two legs, or the same thing, just shorter. And what could you do with two pieces of wood, or a long piece of wood and two legs? What can you possibly do with it? Says the Gemara, look right over here. You take that one piece, you put it, and you you uh, lean it up against the wall somehow. Here, you see, sticking out this way, it's leaning on the wall. Or to sit on it, someone take that word out. And you can rope it up, 
going to the wall with ropes side to side, you have a nice normal bed. So with Aruka Amita or Ktsara Amita, I can make a real bed. Therefore, it's considered a Kli. And therefore, it's Mikabal Tumah. And therefore, I could also be tired in the mikvah. And therefore, what? I cannot use it as schach. Have a wonderful day. Shkoyach, shkoyach.